Hi, this is Ask Mom RN with your host, Tamara Walker. I'm a mom of two, a pediatric registered nurse, and your friend. I give practical advice to raise a healthier, safer, and happier family. Moms, there's something that parents all over the country fear and dread. You know what I'm talking about. Those creepy, crawly little creatures. And you know when you get that letter from your child's school saying that these creatures have been found on your child's head, it is the stuff of nightmares. It's enough to cause you to freak out and panic. I'm talking about lice. And the good news, though, is you can stop freaking out about lice. You just have to learn how to get rid of them without traumatizing your kid and stressing yourself out. Now, these little creatures are such a nuisance. I know they are annoying and we dread them. Not fun at all. But the great news about lice is they're not dangerous. So we're going to be talking today about how you can recognize them, how you can get rid of them, and how you can try to prevent them in the future. Back in the late 90s, when my kids were younger, I was sitting one day on the couch and I had my young son in my lap and we were just sitting there talking and I think I bent down to maybe kiss him on the top of the head and all of a sudden I started to see something move in his hair and oh my gosh at first I thought well he's been outside playing and you know maybe a bug got in his hair or did I really even see anything move I'm not sure so I kind of looked a little bit and, oh, maybe he's got some dirt in his hair. That's all. But then I saw something move again, and there was no mistaking that wasn't dirt. And the closer I examined his hair, the more I realized, oh, my God. He had lice. And not just one. I found a few on his head. And as I started to explore further, I saw that there were nits, the lice eggs. And I started to panic. Because even as a nurse, and knowing that lice aren't dangerous, they sure as heck are upsetting and annoying. And I knew that we were going to have to treat not only him, but our other child as well, we were going to have to check over. And all of, everyone in the family, we're going to have to check our hair. And on top of that, I had a daycare that I was running in my home because I had put my nursing career on hold to stay home with my kids for a few years to be able to raise them. And I started to freak out. What am I going to tell these parents? Oh my gosh, they're going to be so mad. I started looking through everyone's hair and had to let all the daycare parents know that they needed to check their children's hair. And if they found lice, they were going to have to treat it. 
it was all I could do to hold it together and not freak out in front of the kids because I didn't want to scare them. So I held it together, but I was frantically checking everyone's hair and cleaning. And it took hours upon hours of going through everyone's hair, strand by strand, looking for live lice and for nits. So I know what it's like to have to deal with lice and how big of an ordeal it can seem and it can feel like. But the good news is, is you don't have to panic and you don't have to go overboard with treating them. So I'm going to tell you today how you can recognize lice, how you can treat them and how you can try to prevent them. So you don't have to freak out and scare your kid and yourself. Okay. So recognizing these little creatures can be tricky. They're very small and they are about the size of a sesame seed. An adult live louse is about the size of a sesame seed and it may be kind of grayish in color or it may blend into your child's hair and it may be hard to spot but they're usually very close to the scalp because they feed on blood from the scalp. So they wanna be as close to the scalp as possible. And usually you can kind of see them moving if you're moving the hair around, if they're in there, if you see them move, you'll know. They have six legs, but they're so tiny, it's hard to even tell how many legs they have unless you're looking through a microscope or a magnifying glass at them. The more important thing that you need to be aware of, though, when you're looking for lice in your kid's hair is not just the live lice, but the nits. Those are the eggs. And those are usually found within a quarter inch of the scalp. And they are very sticky. When the adult female louse lays her eggs, which she can lay about 10 a day, she kind of coats them with this cementy type adhesive. And so they cling onto the hair and you can't just brush them out. So if you see something on your child's head and you're worried that it might be lice, if it comes out easily with you just brushing your fingers through the hair or just you know, using a, a brush or a wide tooth comb, it's most likely not nits because these cling onto the hair and they have to be combed out with a very fine tooth knit comb. They may be yellowish in color, they may be white, they might be brown if they're getting close to hatching. So it can be hard determining, you know, on your child's hair, depending on their hair color and depending on the color of the knit, it can be hard to spot them. Um, I had one child in my daycare who had dark brown hair and the knits on his hair were dark brown. It was very difficult to find all of them. It took forever. So I really recommend having a magnifying glass and good lighting so that you can see them a lot easier. Now, if you find lice or knits on your child's hair, 
there are several things that you can do to treat it. And first and foremost, you need to understand that it's so important to get rid of the nits. Killing the adult lice are pretty easy. You can, you know, if you pick them out of the hair, you can kill them, or you can use the lice shampoos that kill them. But the nits are a little bit tougher, and sometimes the lice shampoos don't always kill them. And like I said, they're sticky. They stick to the hair, so it's hard to get them out. So one thing that I recommend doing is shampooing your child's hair with just regular shampoo and then coating it with conditioner and using what we call the wet comb method. And that means leave the conditioner on the hair, comb out any tangles with a wide comb, uh, wide comb, uh, wide tooth comb, sorry. Uh, and then once your child's hair is tangle free, then take one of the knit combs and go very carefully through the hair. And be sure to wipe off the comb or rinse it out in a bowl of water in between each comb through because if it has nits on it, you want to get rid of those and not put them back in the hair. So this can help to detach the nits from the hair. And you need to go through very, very carefully so that you can get rid of all of them. Because even with the shampoos, they don't always kill the nits successfully. And if the nits are left on the hair, then within seven to nine days, those are going to hatch into lice. And then they're going to grow and they're going to lay more eggs. And you're going to have a continuing problem. So get rid of the nits. Another thing that you can do to try to loosen up the nits is you can spray a mixture of vinegar and water on the hair. That kind of loosens up the adhesive as well, and that can help you to comb them out. So once you have removed the lice and removed the nits, then you can try using an over-the-counter Lice shampoo, and there's a few different ones available. You may be familiar with them. Some of the name brands are RID and Knit, uh, NYX. You'd want to make sure that they come with a lice comb or a knit comb, and if they don't, then buy one separately, but most of them do come with one. Use it according to the directions, and you don't want to overuse it. You don't want to use it on the hair longer uh, than what is recommended. You don't want to leave it for a long time, just use it according to the directions. And if you've checked other members of your family and you haven't found any nits or lice on them, it's not necessary to treat their hair. Only treat if you have found lice or nits. Because these are medicated shampoos, they could potentially have some side effects, especially if your child has sensitive skin. And another thing that you need to do to minimize side effects or any problems is make sure that when you're washing your child's hair with these shampoos, that you're not doing it in a bath or a shower. Wash your child's hair in the sink and rinse it out because you don't want the medication coming in contact with the skin all over their body. 
after you have treated the hair, then you need to think about treating their bedding, their clothing, anything that their hair has come into contact with for the past two days prior to finding the lice. And usually this consists of washing everything in the washing machine on hot water or the highest temperature that's safe for the fabric and then drying them on high heat. If you have things like pillows or things that you're afraid to wash, you could put them in the dryer on high heat for about 20 minutes. Another alternative is anything that you can't wash in the washing machine, you can seal up in a plastic bag and keep it sealed for two weeks. Or if it's small enough, you can place it in your freezer overnight or for a few days. Those are all ways that you can try to keep the lice from, uh, try to kill them and keep them from spreading. The good news is, is when they fall off the hair, they can only live for 24 to 48 hours. And they can't jump and they can't fly. They can only crawl. So it's unlikely that if it's fallen off of the hair onto the floor or onto other objects, you know, unless they find another host to crawl up onto quickly, they're not going to be too much of a problem. But you might want to vacuum your carpets and floors. And if you have fabric upholstery, where your child has been resting his head, that's a good idea to clean that. Also, their car seat. If they have a car seat and they um, are resting their head on the car seat and it's fabric, then you want to vacuum that. So, again, I know that lice are upsetting. They're annoying. We dread them. They can freak you out, but you don't have to freak out. The good news is, is they don't carry diseases, so they're not going to cause your child to become ill, and you can get rid of them. It may take a little while. It may take some work, but it's not as horrible as an ordeal as sometimes we make it out to be, and I was very, very glad that my Children, we got rid of them. We only went through them one time, which when you're running a daycare for several years, I, I had my daycare for almost 12 years. So the fact that we only went through lice one time is kind of amazing to me. But we were very careful about checking for them and making sure that we got rid of them the first time. So I know that you may be thinking, well, my kid's not going to get lice. I keep their head clean. I, you know, they, they're not dirty, and lice are something that only happen in dirty homes or on dirty children. But that's really not true because lice don't care. They don't care if your hair is clean or dirty. And it used to be thought that they actually preferred clean hair because it made it easier for them to be able to feed off of the scalp. But the truth is, they don't care. As long as they can get access to the scalp and feed off of it, it doesn't matter how clean or dirty the hair is. It's not something that is only in poor communities. It's not something that's only on children that don't bathe or homes that are dirty. 
Life can happen anywhere, and especially it's very likely to go around schools because kids are in close contact with each other. And a lot of times kids share items that they probably shouldn't share. So when you're thinking about lice and you're dealing with it at home, you don't want to scare your kids. You don't want to freak them out. You don't want to cause them to panic. If you're freaking out about it, it's going, going to upset them. And especially for young kids, can you just imagine, you know, if it's upsetting you and frustrating you and scary for you, how much more so it's going to be for your child. For a young child to think about bugs are crawling in my hair and they're laying eggs and more bugs are in a hatch. That can be really traumatizing. So you want to just reassure your child that it's going to be fine. You're going to do everything you can to get rid of them, that it's not that big a deal. Stay calm and help your child to stay calm about it. And, you know, for older kids, too, they may be very embarrassed and they might get teased at school. And you don't want that to happen. So you don't want to further embarrass them. Don't tease them about having lice. It's not fun and it's not something that they want to have and it's not something that they caused. And if your head is itching like mine is right about now, I apologize. I know thinking about lice is just not fun. It's just uh, makes your head itch. But I just want you to know you don't have to freak out. Follow the treatments that I gave you, and here are some ways that you can help prevent lice. And we actually have a question about that from Lisa, and Lisa asks, how do you keep your child from getting lice when they're in public school and they're in contact with kids all the time? Well, Lisa, that's a great question. We all want to keep this from being a problem in the first place, right? We don't want our child getting lice. But the truth of the matter is, no matter what preventative measures you take or how hard you try, there is a good possibility at some point or another your child may end up with lice. Most kids do have to deal with it at some point or another. But there are some ways that you can help to prevent it and make it less likely. You need to teach your child not to share combs or brushes or anything that goes on the head, such as hats or scarves or hair accessories. You don't want them to share bike helmets or sports helmets. Don't be sharing those items or even jackets. Keep your stuff to yourself that goes in your hair and don't use other people's brushes or combs or hats. There are some also, uh, there's some shampoos that are thought to help prevent lice. And there's actually several have come on the market in the past few years. Now these are not shampoos that kill lice. They're not the medicated shampoos that kill lice. And you don't want to use those as a preventative measure. Those are only for treatment after you've discovered an active infestation. But the preventative shampoos usually contain ingredients such as tea tree oil 
or coconut oil or lavender or rosemary oils. And if you want, you could just take your regular shampoo and add one of these oils to it and use that on your child. But you do want to check to make sure that your child's not allergic to any of those ingredients before you try that. Um, because some kids are more sensitive to some of those oils, essential oils, than others. And so you don't want to cause them to have a rash or a breakout because you've used something on them that they're allergic to. These essential oils are thought to repel lice. They don't like the smell of it. But they may or may not work. It's just one of those things that, you know, you can try it as a preventative measure, but it's not a guarantee that your child will never get lice. But parents, stop freaking out about lice. Learn how to get rid of them without traumatizing your kid because your kids deserve to not be scared about lice. It's already embarrassing enough. It's already concerning enough to them to think that they have bugs in their hair. Don't make it a bigger deal than what it is. And to end today, I'm going to uh, found a little joke about lice because, you know, lice is one of those things that ugh, we don't like to think about. makes our head itch, but, you know, when you're past it, sometimes you can look back and laugh. What is the favorite hobby of head lice? Knitting. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope that this has helped you, and I hope that if you do have to deal with lice in your kid's hair, that you will now be able to do so without it being a horrible experience and without freaking out about it. Have a wonderful week. I look forward to being back with you next week.